I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. Your favorite podcast. That's right. It's your favorite. I used to say your favorite podcast said something, and now I can never... Think of what it is. <laughs> your favorite podcast uh, being recorded where it's 43 degrees Celsius. True. It's only 32.5 degrees Celsius in the house. Luxury. <laughs> Absolute luxury. How are you? I'm good. I hate it when people say that things are like, but it, you live in Canada. It gets hot. It's like, yeah, we have a huge temperature range. Unfortunately, it goes from like minus 40 to plus 40. Yeah. It's or really like a trial. Minus 90 to plus 90. I don't know how Fahrenheit (laughs) Not sure either. (laughs) Where we live, it can be minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit to 104 degrees Fahrenheit. Basically. 40 to 40? It can go minus 45 to minus... 45, yeah. And it's 43 today. It's bad, folks. So it can go from minus 49 Fahrenheit to... 113 degrees Fahrenheit. And if you guys think that is pussy heat... I don't want to know what the temperature is where you live. Yeah, I'm not interested, actually. It doesn't hit 50. Can it hit 50 or would people Here? die? No, in the States. Uh, yeah, it can. I was in New York City one summer and I think there was a day when it was like 50. Because of the concrete, though. Ew. Yeah, that's what Toronto was like, too. Yeah. Mm. When you just feel like a bug in a frying pan. I think I would die. After this, I'm going to go home and lay in an ice bath. Yeah. You need to bring your core temperature down about 10. Yeah. I think my organs are kind of like cooking a bit, which is kind of nice, but my brain's frying. (laughs) It's just a saute of my internal organs. It's already scrambled. Now it's just (laughs) finishing up. Okay. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. As you know, I had a bat in my apartment last night that I had to help capture and release but I was really afraid that it was a parrot because I didn't know what I would do if it talked to me. Because I don't like house birds. I don't like them either. Well, I don't like any birds. No. But I particularly don't like birds that are in the house. I prefer when they're small and far away from me. Yeah. It was very... I was, like, standing in my kitchen, and it flew by my leg, and it had been, like, hiding under the AC unit, I think. Mm-hmm. So now I'm really worried that there's bats other places in the house, and I don't really feel safe. <laughs> you were playing animal control last night? Yeah. Yeah, I was, like, five seconds away from getting my, like, older and wiser lesbian neighbor downstairs to help me, but it was, like, midnight. (laughs) I don't know what I would do if I was by myself and... I've caught a bat before at camp when it was in the office, but, like, I felt like I was in control there. Like, this was my space, and I didn't Mm -hmm. feel safe, you know? Yeah. When I was at camp, I, like, used the kid's sweater that they'd already paid for that was getting delivered to their house and, like, threw it over the bat, and then the bat peed on it, and I put the bat outside, and then I put the sweater back in the box. <laughs> you welcome, everybody. That's more... But you're more expecting an animal to come in from the outside if you're, like, in a wildlife situation, not if you're, like, in your city apartment. Exactly, and, like, we haven't brought anything into the house that was, like 
from outside you know what I mean like mm-hmm. we had a big fan from my parents house but it was in my parents house before we brought it there mm-hmm. and the blades fill the entire inside of the fan so I was like well it couldn't have been hiding in there so it's a mystery so yeah it was an eventful evening but other than that I'm doing great <laughs> Less than nothing is going on in my life. No bath? Since you saw me last. No, no, no update. How's your ankle? It's healing. Good. Yeah, I'm going back to work on Monday. Okay. Light, like, modified work? Presumably. Okay, that's good then. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's better than doing nothing, honestly. I can stand on it now. Yeah. I just couldn't, like, run or do heavy labor all day. That's fair. Like... Are, are you back to, like, full work duties or just kind of, like... They'll probably just give me the... I'll be on site, but they'll just give me the easy jobs, presumably, for a couple weeks. Oh, that's kind of nice, then. It doesn't hurt anymore. It just feels unstable. Like, weak. Yeah. Because yeah, the tendons are all stretched out. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I, like... I'm liking only going into work once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, because then I don't have to see anybody. Yeah. Are guests back yet? Yeah, there's guests there. Really? A lot? Yeah, I had to give a tour today. And then I got $20. Oh, well, that's good, I guess. I was like, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Because I have to pay my tattoo deposit. (laughs) I was like, thank God they gave me $20. (laughs) When are you getting tattooed? Next week, next Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. It's a $50 deposit, but it only is going to cost like $100. Yeah. So, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> thank you for this life-saving twenty dollars i was like oh my god thank you i'm already going without food <laughs> me every time i get a gst tech i'm oh like god, yeah. thank you i really needed that quarterly 112 dollars you're saving my life or 67 dollars from the Trebek solidarity tax credit oh my god i need to i claimed every low-income tax credit did you good well yeah because why wouldn't you? Yeah. What else is the point of not making a lot of money if you can't claim every low-income well, yeah. tax credit for it? I thought you couldn't get a lot of those if you don't have kids, but you just get more if you have kids. Yeah, you just get a larger amount for the people. Or... Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. Sure. Sure. $60 is <laughs> $60. Absolutely. <laughs> Should we talk about stuff? Yeah, let's talk about things. Okay, so you have an item to table. I do have an item to table. Um... Are you guys ready for my Glee autism? <laughs> You're you are a Glee. Listeners know listeners know this. Yeah, they know this. I was like had a popular Glee blog on Tumblr. Like it was like you, that was what you did on Tumblr. Tumblr was you yeah. had a Glee blog. I started a rumor that Leah Michelle was an alcoholic, and then people like tried to dox me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, if she could read, maybe she could dispel the rumor. <laughs> I thought someone sent me a poem on Tumblr, but it turned out it was just my own address. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so the other day on June 8th, Naya Rivera played Santana on Glee. Mm. Also, can I just say that we wouldn't be real um, Master of Disguise fans if we didn't talk about Naya Rivera going missing, because she was in that movie. What? She was in Master of Disguise. As a love interest? Like a minor role. Okay. Yeah. But so she plays is, like a teenager? Yeah. 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 Okay. Relevant to the podcast interest, okay. obviously. <laughs> um, so on June 8th, 
she rented a pontoon boat at a popular lake in California mm-hmm. with her son, and it was a three-hour rental. Mm-hmm. And the boat was never returned, so the people that worked there went out to find the boat, and mm-hmm. they found her four-year-old son on board asleep wearing a life jacket, and she was nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at first they thought that, you know, she had got something had happened. Maybe she was, mm-hmm. like, stranded, like the boat floated away, and then she swam to shore, mm-hmm. but... After about a day, they realize that she's probably not going to be found alive. Mm -hmm. And this is a lake where a lot of people have actually drowned. So between 1994 and 2014, I think they said there's been about 15 people that have drowned in this lake. Because it has a really strong current, and it's about 30 feet deep. And they do boat rentals. And they do boat rentals, which is irresponsible. Famously, like any situation where people are doing boat rentals has a high risk of drowning because people who aren't used to being on the water or who aren't strong swimmers are out doing on boats yes (laughs) um so they were able to kind of like interview her son a little bit he's four obviously so he doesn't know that much but he said that his mom helped him into the boat and then she never came up yeah so this little man i'm not blaming him because he's only four but it's like he was like we went swimming and then my mom never got back in the boat and then he took a nap yeah he took a nap casual <laughs> it's fine he doesn't come out looking good in this story no, that's I'm all saying, i'm saying josie what'd you do <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they found her purse on board in her life jacket so we know she wasn't wearing it mm-hmm. but people are kind of wondering like i mean hopefully they'll find her body but they said it's very unlikely because this is a super deep lake and doesn't have good visibility and there's tons of like vegetation and rocks and if mm-hmm. a body's like caught on something they'll never find it pretty much okay. based on the history of this lake uh but people are wondering whether it was an accident or suicide and i was doing a lot of reading today mm-hmm. so first of all we need to address the fact that she grew up 20 minutes from this lake in valencia california okay she's lived in california her entire life so like presumably she knows how to swim and presumably she knows this lake Presumably she went to that lake specifically because she's, like, From the comfortable area. with it. Yes. And knows that people have drowned there. So she's not an idiot. She's not going to bring her four-year-old there if mm-hmm. she didn't feel confident, right? Right. Um, a lot of people were saying, well, maybe she can't swim. And to that, I would say, you're racist. <laughs> First of all, she's Puerto Rican. Second of all, just because she's black doesn't mean she doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> So we've established the fact that she knows how to swim. Second of all, she didn't have any history of medical conditions that would, like, be concerning for this. You know, like asthma, seizure disorder. Right, something that could cause you to have a medical emergency while you're already in the water, unless it was just, like, a freak incident. A freak incident, yeah. Yeah. Like, my cousin who went scuba diving and died from an asthma attack because people with asthma shouldn't go scuba diving. Yeah. You know, nothing like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, like, we have to address the fact that she has some pretty serious mental health issues, has been arrested a bunch of times for doing stupid shit. Oh, like, she has. keying her ex-boyfriend's car, mm-hmm. punching her ex-husband in the head in public. Just, like, general crazy girl shit, you know? I, I did remember that she had caught some DV cases. Yeah, it was dropped later. Like, her husband was like, mm, I kind of instigated it, but, like, she did hit me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also getting married to a guy three months after she was supposed to get married to Big Sean on the same wedding date at the same venue. Like, that's a mental illness. That's just good money sense. You're right. If you ask right. me. <laughs> um, and just, like... In her book that she wrote about her experience on Glee, it's pretty obvious that she was, like, kind of crazy. Like, she was like, I bullied Leah Michelle, LOL, but I fucking hated her, so, like, it's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Just, like... (laughs) Honestly, me if I was on Glee. Same, like, me, but, like, I 
ha- I'm mentally ill, so like, whatever. <laughs> I love how I bullied Leah Michelle and stuff, but in my defense, I hated her. In my defense, she was a fucking bitch. <laughs> um, so anyways, my my theory is that it was probably a suicide, and I was talking about this with someone at work today, and they were like, well, don't you think it was weird that she would go out on a boat with her kid if she was going to commit suicide? And I was like, well, no, because it could always be contested as being an accident. And right, like, so it won't fuck her kid up It won't fuck much. her kid up as much. And, like, they went out and they had a really good time together. And then a freak accident happened. You know what I mean? Like, you can never prove that. And he would have been found quickly. Yeah. When the boat rental didn't come back on time. Right? Right. So. Minimal fallout. Whenever people, somebody drowns in, like, a waterway, though, and people are like, oh, we could rule it a suicide. I'm like, you're really going to walk into a lake? If you want to kill yourself, like if you have the serious goal of like completing suicide, yeah. you're gonna walk into a lake. Maybe you're gonna jump off a pier if it's like high enough up, yeah, or something like or that. But like, is self-imposed drowning the most effective method? And maybe she took a bunch of pills or something. That's though you thing. also never know. They didn't. They haven't said what was in her purse. All they said was that there was an ID in there, so that they could confirm it was her, and that her car was left at the scene. And mm-hmm whatever if they don't find her they're probably not gonna bother doing any sort of like toxicology because it's kind of like disrespectful and also speculative it is yeah and i you know like i hate to speculate because they haven't even found her body yet Mm -hmm. but i like i have a theory about if it was a suicide like what some of the reasons might have been like obviously she has some mental health issues but her ex-boyfriend from Glee, Mark Sailing, was arrested on child pornography charges a few years ago. True. Uh, and was turned into police by an anonymous ex-girlfriend that I'm pretty sure was her. Mm-hmm. Because they said that he'd only started downloading child pornography in 2015, but that seems super unrealistic. Like, I'm sure everybody knew. Yeah. And they interviewed her about it after, and she said, oh yeah, I'm not surprised. She was like, she was like I think we all knew. So, like, don't you think that's kind of a weird reaction to have? Yeah. And then he actually killed himself before he had made a deal to pay out the victims of the crime, but he killed himself before he was actually convicted. So all they can do is like sue his estate to maybe get some money, but they're probably never going to get their like restitution pay. Mm -hmm. And I think that if she was the one that reported him Mm -hmm. and then he killed himself before any justice was served, that that would weigh pretty heavily on you, especially right after you have a kid. That's a mess, plus, like, her relationship history in general is a mess. My working theory is that the cast of Glee is cursed because they filmed the show over a haunted Indian burial ground. I would believe that. (laughs) They've all met very specific and disturbing fates so far. Stephen King adaptation when? (laughs) We have heroin overdose. We have child pornography suicide. Mm-hmm. We have mysterious water disappearance. Mysterious drowning. We have whatever Leah Michelle is. Um, <laughs> we have that girl that got married to her high school boyfriend because she got knocked up and then quit her job, quit her career. Diana Adrian? Brittany. Oh, Brittany. She's got like three kids now and she's married to some super religious guy. She looks like an LDS food blogger. Yeah, That's kind of the look That's that the she vibe. has. Yeah. We have Diana Agron's fifth nose job that's completely destroyed her ability to speak like a normal person. 
Goals. Goals, yeah. I want to get... Deviated I want to get bim- I want to get somebody bimbified by the sheer number of nose jobs that I get to the point that nobody can understand what I'm saying, but they think it's just because my brain signals move too slowly to get to my mouth <laughs> effectively. Because <laughs> you can't get enough air. Mm-hmm. I, uh, when I binged watched Grey's Anatomy, I realized that there was a 10 episode arc with the guy who played Mr. Shu from Glee, where he played a really abusive ex-husband who was like psycho and like showed up at the hospital to try and kill his ex-wife. And then he got hit by a car. And I was like, this feels correct. I hate it when characters from, that you know from something else show up in like a one-off episode of SVU. Me too, and you're like, now every time I watch this other movie, like now every time I watch Pretty in Pink, I just see fucking Blaine like just trafficking women and keeping them in a cubby underneath his fucking bed. <laughs> Literally. That's fine for everybody. Sorry. It's like when Hillary Depp was in an episode of SVU that was based off the Casey Anthony trial. And she played, like, the SVU version of Casey Anthony. Okay, that's very cool, though. It was after she had her caps put on her teeth. Okay. Yeah. Hillary Duff has fake teeth? She has caps, like, veneers. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why her teeth look long. Somebody said, said that I had, quote, interesting teeth. Yeah, what did that mean? I think I have great teeth. You have extremely straight teeth. Oh no! And they're proportional to your face, and I've never had braces. And you don't, or you're not gummy. So suck me off. <laughs> I suppose. If I was gummy, I would just start Botox on my gums, which is a procedure that you can have done. It's not that expensive, and this is a PSA for anybody who has a weird gum to tooth ratio. Look into it. <laughs> you're all beautiful the way you are, but Botox your gums if you have to. It's not that expensive. <laughs> uh, also, side note: I just got an email saying that our donation of our patreon money last month helped free 200 people from uh prison or jail so their bail funds thank you so patreon hides. yeah but anyways so yeah they don't know what's happening yet they're still looking for her body but i feel like they're gonna call off the search soon and i have a really bad feeling that they're not gonna find her probably not if she's just in the bottom of the fucking lake. Yeah, people were being super disrespectful and they were like, it's a publicity stunt. Watch her be found by the end of the weekend. And I was like, uh, no, I really think she's dead. <laughs> Demi Lovato did a post that was like, everybody get together your positive energy and let's ma- manifest. And all I could think was, <laughs> mama, let's research. <laughs> Literally. Mama, let's, let's manifest. manifest. <laughs> kind of a disrespectful way for Demi Lovato to talk about her four episode arc love interest. Yeah. Cool for the summer? I don't know. I don't know. Are you? Okay. Just in light of the fact that Naya Rivera is definitely dead, I want to highlight the funniest thing she's ever said when she was a guest uh, host on The View for a few weeks. Okay. Which was Rosie O'Donnell said that there was a study that was done that showed that bisexual women have more mental illness than lesbians. And Naya Rivera said, oh, that's what's wrong with me. I was like, glad we're talking about the hard-hitting topics on The View. <laughs> Bisexuality is a mental illness. First so of all. obviously there's a positive correlation. The Venn diagram is a circle. Try by. Oh, Biracial. No, 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 no. Don't. Don't get me into talking about Halsey or thinking about Halsey. Or Tila Tequila. Or Tila... Or Naya Rivera. (laughs) (laughs) Biracial, bisexual, bipolar. (laughs) Ah! Ah! 
Anyways, uh, rest in peace. Hope they find your body. Yeah, it's this way her family would want it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think they probably want to know. Yeah. It also sucks when you're, like, literally a celebrity and you meet some sort of tragic death because people are always going to, like, get weird and speculative about it. Yeah, definitely there's, like, no room for privacy as a celebrity in general, but you would assume that people could at least provide you with, like, the dignity when you You are sick or dying or mentally ill or something. Yeah. I don't know, because, like, her siblings are famous, too, so I'm just like, yeah, because that's a lot of angles. Her brother was in the NFL, and her sister's, like, a model. It seems like celebrities meet more untimely deaths per capita, but maybe they actually... Maybe a normal amount of celebrities actually die, but there's just... More publicity. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe there's more factors involved, like drug abuse. Well, there's more drugs, that's for sure. That's probably it. Yeah. There's more money to be doing stupid shit with. Exactly. Like jumping out airplanes and... Yeah. Um, So we're going to talk about Mary Kay Letourneau. Because so she died of cancer this week, and then people were freaking out because so she died of cancer this week, and people were freaking out because Rolling Stone tweeted out an article okay that was about her right kind of because she died I guess but the article itself was extremely not f- favorable to her but the tweet. Link didn't mention that she's a rapist. Did they so, mention it in the article? Yes. Okay. At length. And it's actually in the title of the article, but the title <laughs> of the article is not in the tweet. The Twitter post. Um so obviously like people were like headline grabbing, but it was actually like a pretty bad move yeah. on Rolling Stone's part. Um so if for those of you who don't know or like obviously you're familiar with the story, right? Yeah. So like Mary Trey Letourneau was I believe an elementary school teacher who uh entered into an affair with one of her students when she was thirty four and he was either twelve or thirteen. So he was in her sit straight class and then she um, well, she raped him, but yeah. over the course of a long period of time, like they had an ongoing relationship. Relationship. In high school, like she was abusing him for a bunch of time. Yeah. So she start started this affair with him. She got caught. <laughs> then she went while she was awaiting trial. Uh, she gave birth to his child, which really just sealed the deal that she did it. Um, and then she actually only served three months. She wrote letters to him while she was in prison, too, which were, like, super creepy. They were, like, crazy love letters. She kept getting in trouble. Yeah, so she she served three months of a six-month sentence. Then they let her out. But one of the conditions of her having a short sentence was that there was a restraining order um, against her by the... Like the plaintiff, like the victim, yeah. um, Villy, and she broke it. She got caught in a car with him again. So then she served seven years, but she had she gave birth to his second child, yeah. While she was in jail, and all through all of this, he's only still like fucking fourteen when she's going back to jail for the second time yeah. and having his second kid. 
Um, so she did seven years and she kept trying to send him letters while she was in jail. So then she ended up doing like solitary confinement and stuff because she still wasn't allowed to talk to him, obviously. And then when she got out, they got married. They were married for 12 years. They separated, and then she just died of cancer this week. I remember watching a documentary that was made about it, but at the time they were still married. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it, and he was like, I don't know, he was like 30 maybe, or like mm-hmm. 28, and she was like old. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I realize that it's like kind of fucked up, but we're married now, so. Like, I was like, oh my, like serious Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, really bad. People say apparently, uh, like, after they broke up, he realized it wasn't a healthy relationship from the start. But it's like, can you really blame somebody when they've been in this relationship since they were literally 12 years old? Also, a particularly disgusting detail about this was she began the relationship with him in grade six, when he was in grade six. But she was also his second grade teacher. Uh, that's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. People don't talk about that. That's like... (laughs) I don't want to say, like, it's worse, because it's already horrible, but, like, that's so much worse. <laughs> it's like what we talked about last week. If if somebody knows somebody as a child you can't when they're a full-grown adult, yeah. and then you go on to fuck them later on, it's like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Even if you're only seven years older than somebody or something, but you were, like, their babysitter, you it, just you stay away from them. Yeah, they're not... They're not in your Not that that's pool. what was happening here, but it's like, it's gross that she was his teacher starting when he was like seven. And then five years later when she he was 12. Yeah, she's she like, wow, you're so mature now. Uh, right? Uh, in the documentary that I watched, they interviewed his daughters too. And I kind of feel like they were like pretty freaked out, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Was well, weird. Yeah, they were like, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> He was, like, from, like, a first-generation, like, immigrant family, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of... Predatory, of... like, dynamics. Well, definitely her getting such a light sentence weighed really heavily on her being uh, a woman. Oh, yeah. A, and her being a conventionally attractive white woman, and probably also, yeah, him being an immigrant and a person of color and yeah. a vulnerable who obviously, like, can't advocate... And continuing for himself at that point. Him continuing the quote-unquote relationship on his side, mm-hmm. which is, like, horrible to say, but I'm sure that played a factor in it as well. Yeah. And the fact that she was pregnant with his kid. Yeah, of course. You know? Because... They don't want to break up the family. Whether you like it or not, that does, unfortunately... <laughs> it just some eyes probably to the eyes of the justice system legitimize the relationship to some extent the fact that they had children together and she married him afterwards exactly well that's the thing though is like women always get lighter sentences like there was a a water polo coach in ottawa who was like in the same club that i played in who was like 28 and got convicted of being in a relationship with a 13 year old girl mm-hmm. and she only she didn't serve any prison time she got 18 months probation where she couldn't be near a pool or a playground or a school but after that she didn't have to avoid any of those places she just wasn't allowed to be a teacher because she was in teachers college and the reason she got such a light sentence was because they were both girls and she said that she was struggling with her sexuality and that she was experimenting with children with, with 13 year old girls <laughs> 
really good stuff. Yeah, and she, like, cries, like, all the time about how it ruined her life. She was like, I can't believe, like, a stupid mistake ruined my life, and now I can't teach, and I wasn't allowed to coach Team Canada. I hate it. Carleton University dropped me from their team. I hate it when I I slip and fall into a 13-year-old's pussy. Totally normal thing that could happen to any of us. I hate when being a pedophile ruins my life. I hate it when I'm just, I make one mistake, which is fucking a literal child. (laughs) (laughs) And it ruins my life. I hate it. The worst thing is that there was more victims, but like that is the only person that testified because the police didn't really investigate it at all because she was like really close friends with this person's family and was like over for dinner all the time which is how she got away with it for so long because she would drive them to and from practice and stuff mm. and this kid was like we were in a relationship so the coaches really like, or the police were like oh it must have just been this one person <laughs> all right 18 <Yeah>. months probation <laughs> what are the chances that's such a pedophile thing too it's like oh it's not it's not that I have like unsavory preferences. It's that you are so special yeah, that exactly. I can throw aside how old you are and what everyone thinks about it and the law. Yeah. Also, she had a fiance, like a dude, mm. that testified for her at the trial and was like, we were going through a really hard time, but like, we're still gonna get married. Like, so like her legitimizing herself in like a straight relationship was like all the court needed. Like, they were like, wow common mistake (laughs) they're divorced now and she's dating a 19 year old that she uh was a manager for at her job oh i'm glad people change me too (laughs) (laughs) yeah the pro people were really upset about the the media coverage about this case like in general probably partially because it's like the 90s but they referred to it as like a tryst like they kept calling it like a liaison or you know an affair affair. um the affair with my 12 year old student but all of the recent coverage like there's been a bunch of articles that dropped about it in the past week since she died and they're all they all say the word rape in them. Well, that's good, Except for the people.com one, because probably because people had her on the cover of their magazine, so they probably can't really go backwards and call her rapist now. <laughs> um, but also the Toronto Sun ran an article that said, Billy Fillow lost a piece of himself when Mary Kayla Turno died. But there's a lot of appropriate coverage, which is like Mary Kayla Turno, teacher jailed for raping student, teacher who married boy she raped. Okay, good. Uh, Mary Kayla Turno, convicted of raping 13 year old student that she later married. <laughs> they have to get both of those in there, it's important. Because otherwise, people would be like, why are you reporting that some random teacher that raped a kid died? Yeah, no. they, they did use the word rapist in a lot of these articles, which is... The, you want that in the title of the article, in my opinion. Yeah, you have to. I wouldn't even use her name, honestly. How the media turned child rape into a, quote, tryst for Mary Kayla Turno. True. Yeah, true. That was the name of the title of the Rolling Stone article that caught key because the Twitter post just said... She was a teacher. He was a child. (laughs) It doesn't even sound good when you put it that way. (laughs) And it's like, oh, sorry, we like imply it's salacious at that point. It's It's like, 
It is technically correct. Yeah, she was a teacher and he was a child. Man, I hope he gets some good therapy. Because, like, he lost a piece of himself when she died. Um, it happened before that. <laughs> Thank God his children are adults now. Yeah. That is positive. They all get to be adults together. <laughs> Just like they all got to be children together. Anyways, rip. <laughs> Imagine being his parents and having to raise... His parents didn't understand. This was part of what was in... Uh, so, like, it was kind of confusing the way that she first got arrested because she got caught, denied what was happening, and then got caught again, and then she got arrested. Mm -hmm. Right? So, like, she, she got away with it once. But this... Uh, the first time she got caught, she lied about his age. They didn't look into it. And then when his parents picked him up at the police station, they knew she was his teacher. So they just assumed it, it was fine. And they released him back into her custody. Jesus. They were like, oh, well, she's his teacher. Like, so, sure. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean... But then the mother later said that if she had known that they happening? were like off in a car together and she had like lied about his age to the police and stuff, then she wouldn't have let him go, go back, back with her, obviously. But like she was obviously like missing details yeah. and was just aware that that was his teacher. Yeah, like, oh, we found this kid with his teacher and we didn't think that he was supposed to be in her custody or something. Yeah, and the parents were like, no, she's a it's teacher, fine. it's cool. Like, we have to yeah. work and it's fine or whatever. Mm -hmm. Man, imagine being like, oh yeah, I know he looks 12, but he's 18. Like, what? <laughs> he's really mature for his age. He's really mature for his age. Oh my God. <laughs> Ugh. There's so many cases of teachers, girl yeah. teachers doing Coming that shit students. and getting away with it. Mm -hmm. Light really sentences. Yeah. Honestly, I think that there's more, obviously not historically, but generally in the last few years, there's been more cases of women who have like been prosecuted, even though it's not a very good amount of time that they serve for like raping male students than there is male teachers who have been like convicted of being in quote unquote relationships with students. I think women don't take it as seriously. Right. They're not as good. At being criminals? I don't know if it's not necessarily that they're not as good at being criminals, but I think men, especially that work around women, especially young women, know how precarious, how, I'm not saying that people get falsely accused, but like how careful you have to be yeah. that somebody doesn't misinterpret what you're doing or you don't cross a line. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas, like, I think women are a little bit more lenient with that sort of thing in general. Think about how some men totally don't care, obviously, and behave in predatory ways. But, like, think about how women do shit that could be considered sexual harassment all the time and no one thinks that they're creeps. All the time. I have so <laughs> many fucked up teachers in high school that said mm -hmm. weird shit and nobody did anything. Yeah. <laughs> Like, ugh. I also just think that that stuff wasn't as big of a deal even like five or ten or fifteen years ago. No. 
especially if you're in high school. Mm-hmm. I know someone that married their high school gym teacher that they started a relationship with when they were like 15. Yeah. Yeah. My brother's, my brother and his ex-girlfriend broke up because she cheated on him with our high school English teacher. <laughs> That's horrible. I think she was graduated, but still. It's still bad. <laughs> There's a teacher from my high school who like religiously adds girls as soon as they graduate and then tries to get them to meet up with him at bars. That's classic. Yeah. It's really cute. <laughs> it's like not illegal. No, it's not illegal. <laughs> well, it is if they're 18 and they're trying to go to bars in Ontario, but I mean, generally. It's underage drinking is illegal, not, try, <laughs> not trying, trying to, to get them to meet up. Yeah. But. Ugh. The Ontario government, is it the city of Ottawa or the Ontario government made masks within indoor public spaces mandatory this week? I want to say it's the Ontario government, but I think it's actually city-based because I know Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa Mm -hmm. have fines in place for people who aren't wearing masks in public indoor facilities. Mm -hmm. But this guy who was at my work today at the hostel was from Sudbury, and I was like, dude, if you're gonna, like, you need to wear a mask inside because you can get fined. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, it started on Monday. And he was like, is that everywhere? And I was like, I don't know, it's here. You can get a $500 fine. So I don't know if it's everywhere in Ontario. Is your work publicly owned? No, no, it's owned by a nonprofit, but I don't think it's like an, I think it's an NGO. So I guess it's technically private. Okay. Um, We are making people wear masks, Mm -hmm. but we're not strictly enforcing it because they are technically residing there and we don't have any public spaces open. Like, all you can do is walk through the hallways to go to your room and that's it. Yeah. So, like, but I've been telling people when they come in and giving them paper masks if they're wanting to go out in the city and they didn't bring a mask. Yeah. Yeah. My understanding was that, so, like, publicly owned spaces, it's, like, mandatory and you can get a... you can define if you're not wearing a mask, yeah. but private businesses, it's like up to their own discretion if they want to publicize that they have that policy. I, I think it's highly encouraged. Yeah. And I, the article that I read said that they don't have the expectation on private businesses to strictly enforce it. Because I mean, But everywhere that I went in the past week had a sign on the door that said you wouldn't be let in if you weren't wearing a mask. Like I went to shoppers yeah. to fill my prescriptions. I went to Starbucks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mask time, baby. I was wearing a mask when I was going in establishments yeah. before anyways, but... I would assume that private businesses would take advantage of it because all they're really going to do is lose a large customer base if they're not forcing people to wear masks, right? Like, if they're upholding people's right not to wear a mask, that's only really going to be detrimental to their business at this point. Well... So they must like that they can just say that it wasn't their choice. Yes. I think that it definitely made sense to, like... For them to not bear the brunt of the responsibility. I also think that it is in the interest of businesses to have n- none of their employees catch COVID, not yeah. just from a safety perspective, but also because they'll be mandated to shut down for two weeks if anyone in their <laughs> um, workforce gets COVID. So obviously that would be horrible for business. I think in places like we live in a metropolitan fairly liberal yeah liberal i would say we live in a liberal Liberal, city liberal yeah um but i think the the mask thing 
is probably more of an issue for people being like, oh, I'll just take my business elsewhere if I have to wear a mask. I think that's more of a problem in like the States and possibly like Alberta. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think the biggest issue is that people just don't want to, don't like change. Mm -hmm. So I've seen a lot of old people who are like in the store and then they get told they have to wear a mask and they don't have one. So they like pull their shirt up over their face and then it's like, well, you're not going to forget next time because that's fucking annoying to do, you know? Yeah. Um, but something really interesting that I don't think they're doing here, that they're doing in Kingston, because I went swimming in Lake Ontario the other day, and um, on the way back I got a drink on a patio, and they make you write your name, at, like your full name, what time you were there, what the date was, and any city that you've been in in the past week if you want to use a restaurant in Kingston for contact tracing purposes. Oh. Which is probably why they have no cases. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. They had a lot of cases from the nail salon, though. From that one nail salon, yeah. yeah. But it was, it was all originating out of the same mm -hmm. location. I don't want to shame anyone, but it's, like, really stupid to be getting your nails done right now because there's no way to do that in a socially distant way, and you're not seeing anyone anyways. And they're so already it doesn't matter if your nails like, look like shit. I don't want to say that nail salons are, like, dangerous, but nail salons already famously have a lot of issues with cross-contamination. Anyways. Any place where hair salons, too, anywhere where you're getting facials or getting a wax or anything... Anything where someone is touching somebody else's body. Yeah. It's not a normal thing that happens in most businesses. Obviously, you're going to be at a higher risk of cross-contamination. That's oh. just how it is. Honestly, at this point, I'd rather get a tattoo than get my hair cut. Because at least with the tattoos, they're bound by law to practice specific safety measures. You know what I That's mean? That's true. Like, mm -hmm. at least they legally have to because of other issues already. Yeah. <laughs> like... I think it's so funny that wearing a mask or not wearing a mask has become, like, a partisan issue, like, yeah. uh, global warming. And honestly, like, I get it. I found it very difficult to wear a mask at first, too, because I felt like I couldn't breathe because mm -hmm. of my asthma. But after I wore a mask for 18 hours in the ER this week, it's fine. So do a little exposure therapy. You get used to it. Yeah. You just have to do exposure. Wear it around your house, mm -hmm. you know? It's... Hard when it's like really really hot, but I would still say I, again it depends Paper. where you, depends where you live. But like, I'm putting mine on before I go into businesses. I'm not wearing one on the street. On the street, but yeah. I also don't live somewhere where I'm walking through a crowd when I walk down the street. Mm -hmm. You know. I was wearing it on the street the other week because it was really busy on Bank Street. But mm -hmm. as soon as there wasn't like people passing me, I took it off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Should we talk about the internet? The internet? The internet. The internet. The internet. Do you have a beef this week? I do. Okay. Okay, this is going to be a really hot take coming from me. <laughs> I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. I hate French Canadians. <laughs> All right. Self-hating French Canadian content on the pod. Nothing new. Uh, specifically the ones that are coming to my work right now, because mm -hmm. the only place they can go on vacation is Ontario because everything's closed and you're not supposed to be going places. Yeah. And then are complaining that they have to wear face masks inside and that there's no inside restaurants open because in Quebec, you can eat inside again. Yeah, just because you can do it in Quebec, which you shouldn't be able to, doesn't mean that that's just like the law. Are they all on the construction vacation? Is that what's going yeah, on? Yeah, they're all on construction vacation. Yeah. But like... Quebec has some, what, like some of the highest case numbers in Canada. Yeah, because they because they're never not, bothered. 
doing but anything. The only thing that they did was they were super fashy about policing the border in the streets for no, no reason. reason. Just because they were loving the excuse to have enhanced police presence. Literally. That's the only that thing That's the did. only... And besides that, they sent all the fucking kids back to school. They opened all the businesses all the way up back to normal. I never see people... Well, I live in Tibet, as you guys know, but I never see people wearing masks over here. No. Literally ever. No. It's pretty 50-50 if people wearing masks and... Ontario, although I'm sure it'll be it's more now. now in stores. Yeah, it's better. But I've had so, like last week when I went back to work officially and this week, basically everybody that's staying at the hostel is from Quebec because mm-hmm. we're so close, I guess, and like whatever. I don't know. Imagine being like, fuck it, I'm still going to take my vacation. Right? Like, and then they're like, do I have to wear a mask? And I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, is there anywhere that I can eat? And I was like, well, there's patios open in the market. And they're like, oh, what about inside? It's kind of raining. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe you should have thought of that before you decided to come on vacation. <laughs> Things aren't working. And then they're like, en français? And I'm like, yeah, I speak French. And then they're like, mm, you have an accent. But that is something that I really hate. Is it's like me. when I can like... I'm communicating with people perfectly, but they can tell I'm not a native French speaker, so they don't want to speak to me. I always just tell them I speak a little French because I don't want them to judge me. And it happened to me today. Some woman came in. She was like, hello. And I was like, hi, how can I help you? And she was like, do you speak French? And I was like, yeah, a little bit. We, like, I always say, like, I'm pissed so that they can hear my accent. And then she's like, okay, because like, it would be easier for me. And I'm like, okay, so make a choice. Are we speaking English or French? Because you're talking to me in English. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the guy came to like drop off our air conditioner today and he was like I answered the door and he was like are you by yourself and I was like no and then I realized it's because he didn't want to carry the air conditioner up the stairs into my apartment by oh. himself or with me I thought he was trying to murder you <laughs> he wasn't trying to murder me he just didn't think I was strong enough to carry half an air conditioner and it did seem happy to be fair to be fair I was like no my boyfriend's here one second like- feel scared when he said that no i immediately i just thought it was funny that he was so nervous that he was gonna have to carry their yeah. conditioner into the house by himself as if that doesn't happen to him probably sometimes probably it does he was just hopeful that it wouldn't <laughs> i was like hi like, no it's okay <laughs> Um, I don't really have a beef this week, except for Reddit is a bad website, and if you, you're, it's okay to lurk. Yeah, if you use it seriously. If you use it seriously, log off. Log off. My mom gets all her news from Reddit because she doesn't know how to use Twitter. My mom also loves Reddit, which is really... She, like, okay, she entered into a legal battle with somebody with, that was, like, working as a bookkeeper at her work okay. because the person was, like, embezzling money. And I was like, how are you getting the information to, like, bring about this, like, legal battle? And yeah. my mom is like, uh, I know all about Reddit. I was like, okay. mom, my mom posting you an r slash legal advice. Please... Did you ever find out what her username was? No, I didn't look into it. Uh, my mom is obsessed with r slash Ottawa. She's finding out and about r local slash what's happenings. that loud noise, which is an Ottawa specific subreddit for what loud noises are. 
That one would come in handy. That's she why I love going on like Ottawa traffic because I love finding out what's causing the slowdown. Yeah, it's like just keep driving. <laughs> do you have a dumb bitch? I don't. Okay, do you? I do. It's, it's time, time for dumb bitch of the week. I received a message on Twitter this week or on Instagram this week, which is a message that I receive really often, which is uh, what happened to your lips. Oh my god. Men love DMing me and saying, what happened to your lips? They're nagging you. I know. And it's like, obviously we all know I have lip fillers. That's why my lips look like this. But they also just look like normal lips. Yeah. I don't, I know I don't have enough filler for somebody to think I look like I got punched in the fucking mouth. Not at all. (laughs) They just are taking a gamble. What happened to your lips? Also, people are like some random shit that follows me was like, I love how you always do that pose with your lips on photos. It's like, okay, bitch, what the fuck? That follows me. It's like, what is wrong with you (laughs) if you're like going into random girls pictures and being like, are you pouting in this picture? And it's like, I don't know. Am I? You're ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about that. Yeah, all those dudes are just saying that are like, uh, what happened to your lips? Also, can you suck my dick? <laughs> like, I'm immune to night game. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work if you don't have low self-esteem. <laughs> we all read the game. <laughs> <laughs> we all read the rules. Yeah. Um, do you have a tweet? I do have a tweet. Okay. All right, I'm going to find it. This is a tweet that is like so specific to me that I feel like I wrote it. Okay. It's truly amazing. So, my tweet is from at Cowboy Praxis. Mm-hmm. I am so sad and so afraid of fish. Is that all life has to offer? <laughs> you are so sad and so afraid, afraid of, of fish. fish. <laughs> and someone responded and said, are you on a float trip or a lake or something? Just go home. And they said, no, the agony lives in my mind, unfortunately. <laughs> You're never just sitting around and thinking about if a fish touched your toe while you were, like, swimming or something. Always. Yeah. I also, like, okay, I can eat sushi now, because it's, like, Mm -hmm. the good outweighs the bad, Mm -hmm. but I can't eat, like, fish otherwise, because I'm Mm -hmm. afraid that it's going to come back alive inside me. And I think it was triggered by watching a scene in a movie when I was a kid where someone did one of those, like, uh, like hazing things where they, like, ate a live goldfish. Oh, yeah. I what think movie that's the is real- that? It's in Project X, and it's in a bunch of other stuff, too, actually. I think okay. they put it in, because, yeah. Um, and my roommate's old roommate's sorority did it at their sorority hazing, too. Do you mean people swallow goldfish? Mm-hmm. That's animal cruelty. It's disgusting. I think that's the root of my trauma. I think I could swallow goldfish, but I wouldn't want to be mean to goldfish. Yeah. It's not that I don't have the nuts, in case anyone was worried. I like, I actually do like goldfish because they're small enough, but I don't like the ones with the big brains. Yeah, I think goldfish get really sick looking in the tank sometimes. They start like growing like weird tumors or like growths on them and stuff. And that's really sad. It's because we've been like, conditioned to think that goldfish can just live in like a like a bowl Mm -hmm. but they actually need water filtration because they produce tons of toxins so if you don't change out their water twice a day in a bowl they'll poison themselves oh yeah 
So they really do need to be in a real tank with a filtration system. Okay. Mm-hmm. One time when I was a kid, I had goldfish in my tank with other fish, and they ate all of the neon tetras. And really? And I wanted them to die because it was mad. The goldfish ate? The neon tetras, the, the neon, smaller The ones. small fish. Yeah. I was afraid they were going to eat my catfish, but they You did. really add a risk of that anytime you put random types of fish or sea creatures yeah. together. My friend had a salamander that, like, ate all the... Salamanders are disgusting. ...fish that were in the tank or something They're like that. They're aggressive, yeah. yeah. They, they, um, part of their life cycle is that they, like, eat fish when they're growing and then they mm-hmm. stop, right? But if there's too many salamanders in one environment or too many mm-hmm. animals for the amount of food, they'll actually become carnivorous like one salamander in the Mm -hmm. pod of baby salamanders will keep will grow teeth and eat all of the other ones to rebalance the ecosystem nature is so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) that's fucking disgusting okay my tweet of the week is from at bloomfather frequent tweet of the week very good tweeter and he said I'm in Elon Musk's replies trying to get him to acknowledge the difference between communism and anarcho-syndicalism. He sends me a literal face gif and 30 guys immediately DM me my own home address. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It's such a bad part of the internet. <laughs> literal face. <laughs> Please. Dude, people over 30 using the internet is just like gif reply, Damn. gif reply, gif reply, gif reply. Okay, people that are like gif reply people, like guys that always reply with gifs, it's like, kill yourself. Like, actually. It's like, you know what is always better than replying to my tweet? Not well, fucking replying. replying to my tweet. Especially if you don't have anything to say. Why do people like the internet? I don't know. Serotonin. Yeah. Except, like, not even. It's just, like... Mmm, I have so many followers. People reply to my tweets. I hate it. I want a 200 follower account. Yeah, me too. I need to start from scratch. Yeah. I don't know how I would, like, decide who would follow it, though. I just have to... I should just start over. What if you, like, mass-blocked a bunch of people on your followers list? I don't know who any of them... This is the problem with me trying to be, like... I can't lock and then, like, weed out people that I, like, don't like or don't trust because it's, like, I don't know... I have so many followers on Twitter and Instagram that I don't know who fucking... And a lot of ninety percent of them people, are right? exactly. So they would have caught a block already if they were being annoying. Yes, because I only give people one chance to be annoying unless I. Even if I know them, sometimes I'll block them. I've done that before too. I'm like, oh, yeah. I gotta go. I'm more lenient with people that I know being unfunny. I'll block people I don't know for being unfunny, for being stupid, for being gross. <laughs> I don't know. I just think if you give gift repliers an inch then they like will dm you your home address (laughs) (laughs) and on that note no gift replies no gift replies ever (laughs) (laughs) or delete your reddit account delete